to No Wheel Knowledge. Today, we're going to be covering the Monaco GP. A fascinating weekend. So much happened. So much what, happened. What was this weekend? Like, for real. Every weekend so far has had quite cursed vibes in some way yeah. or another. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is that this weekend's cursed vibes have lasted past the weekend. Yes. I feel like we need to comment. i mean yeah it's quite wild it's quite out there yeah (laughs) some of the allegations but um i don't know if you saw but lewis posted on his instagram like an hour ago saying that he never criticized the race that just made me laugh but um wait i didn't get a notification for this did you not? Maybe you take No, oh, I'm reading it now. I'm reading it now. Okay. I'll read it out. Uh, the so the media are saying, I criticized the FIA for the last race, but it's absolute rubbish. I thought they did a great job at the weekend. Could we have started the race when it was meant to start? Probably, but then they would have had to stop it soon after. We raced when it was safe, and that's what's most important. Please don't use me to create a negative narrative. Interesting. Very interesting. I haven't seen anything saying that he said that. I'm sure he gets a lot of people in his DMs, though, and that's not fun. Oh, that's fun. very true. That's very yeah. true. But for, I didn't see him saying anything that would have had me credit. No. What? <laughs> no, I didn't see anything either. Like, um, somebody said something. I can't remember who it was. Was it Max? Somebody said there, that they wanted to get started. but There are a few people complaining about, well, why are we still standing here? But, you know, ultimately, they raced. So, um, I'll just, I'll just run through the weekend super quick. Um, practice as usual, a shit ton of impeding. Um, we had Danny's crash in FP2, which I think we should discuss and how McLaren handled that. That was terrible. It was awful. Outrageous. It was, um, I couldn't believe, I thought it was like a a meme or something. I don't know. I thought it was fake news. Yeah, no. So essentially, Danny crashed into uh, the tech pro near the swimming pool during FP2. And his engineer, Tom Stollard, comes on the radio and is like, Danny, is the car okay? And Daniel's response was, uh, I'm okay. I just, I feel like he's sick. He's sick. Like, he's tired (laughs) of the, but the team get on well. But then recently... I don't quite understand it though, because like, how how was the first thought that pops into your brain when you see a driver have a crash that bad? Is the car okay? No, the car's not okay. Clearly, it's not okay. It's not important, even in that moment. I think I, it says a lot. Basically. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, this talks about him like not even getting to see out his contract. Yeah, there's like Zach Brown has been bashing him in public. Yeah, publicly, which is I awful. Not necessary either. Absolutely. I mean, not. the car's just not suiting his driving style at the moment. Doesn't mean that that won't change. But like, also, it's not like their performance was all that different for the first three races of the season. Him yeah, and Lando I mean, were like neck and neck I, on some bits. Yeah. And, like, Last year, this time last year, he was winning his first race in mm. McLaren. So yeah. I feel like maybe he's trying to like 
scare him into doing better performances, but I just don't feel like it's necessary. I don't know. Zach Brown is walking around with a monster tattoo and saying this shit. It just I know. It doesn't add up. <laughs> it doesn't add up. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, it's not. And on top of that, Lando still was driving with tonsillitis. I know. And everyone was just talking about it as if it was amazing. <laughs> like, so many people were saying, oh, he's doing so well, despite tonsillitis. It's like, get out of the car, go to bed, rest. He slept, he claimed he slept a combined total of eight hours since the Spanish GP before coming to Monaco. Like, sir, go to sleep. You shouldn't even be driving a normal car so no. tired, let alone a Formula One car. So I'm not quite sure about McLaren at the moment. <laughs> There's something going on there, and I, I yeah. just bad vibes. The bad, the vibes are bad. Okay, the vibes are Thank bad. You. I'm getting weird vibes. Like despite the fact that last to. year, yeah, no, agreed. Last year, I, I was just about to say last year McLaren, despite Danny struggling, the vibes were great. Yeah. No, it vibes was comfort solid. team. Comfort. Team. Yeah, and now this year it's just 180. No. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad that I'm not the only one. No, something sus. Something is definitely something very sus. sus. Something sus. Literally. Very strange. <laughs> um, beyond the practice sessions, there wasn't really any... Beyond that, there was nothing super interesting in the practice sessions. We had a bunch of special helmets. We need to address Lewis's special helmet. The amethyst. We do. We do. And he's changed it halfway through, but then put it back on or something. I don't know. He he seems to have been indecisive about he it this weekend. Wobble. <laughs> it's fine. It's normal. We all put on outfits, change it, true. change it back. True. true, true, true. <laughs> but we were provided with the knowledge that um, Lewis is a crystal bitch. And I mean... Yes. And I'm a How am I not surprised? That is, isn't that his um, birthstone? I'm not sure if it's his birthstone, but Amethyst in the Crystal community, according to Tirza, um, is like <laughs> the gayest stone of them all. Is it? It's my favorite yeah. stone. But um, it was so stone. pretty. It was so pretty. Gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah. So he had a wonderful helmet. And then a bunch of other drivers. Checo had a retro helmet. Valtteri had a special helmet. Charles had a special helmet, of course. Pierre, Alex, Lando. I liked Lando's. It was like split down the middle. It was cool. It was edgy. It was definitely, Mm -hmm. it was wild. It was very fresh. It was amazing. Yes. Um, (laughs) And I guess qualifying super quick. Um, Apparently, this was revealed during the first qualifying session. Uh, F1 are struggling to establish a new deal with Monaco. I heard that. Yeah. So this might be the last race if they don't figure it out in Monaco. I just can't imagine it going off the calendar, but you know, if I mean after after this weekend, I'm not sure I mind it disappearing. To be no, entirely I, honest, it's such a debate. Everyone's debating at the moment if it should be yeah. on the calendar. Um, I wasn't convinced. <laughs> I, I found it really boring. <laughs> not boring, but like I found it tedious when you literally mm-hmm. can't overtake. I know Pierre Gasly like was a man on a mission but Absolutely. everyone else was just stuck and it was a bit like is this ever gonna what's end? the what is the point of this yeah <laughs> this is traumatic um, um yeah. 
But yeah, with qualifying, we got Yuki in the wall in Q1. Um, but they threw the red flag, like, super prematurely. He drove back to the pits just fine, and there didn't seem to be any barrier damage. There was a lot of, like, people that were a little bit overconfident with the flags. <laughs> a little bit. There was some rushing yeah. going on with the flags. It was, it was a weird rushing. one. Um, but it caused a bunch of issues with people failing to get out before the checkered flag, including Pierre. Yeah. Mans ended up P17 after quality. Did you hear Lance Stroll's um, audio? Yes! <laughs> it made me laugh. It shouldn't make me laugh, but it made me laugh. <laughs> Mans was screaming. He was screaming. <laughs> I mean, mood, but... <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Massive yikes. Um, but yeah, Q1, there was that red flag. Q2, nothing happened, so I literally just have the order written down. And then for Q3, um, we had... <laughs> oh my god. Q3, wow, what a fever dream. Um, every- <laughs> what time? <laughs> Everything seemed to be going on just fine. Like, we get through the first, because it's a 10-minute session, we get through the first, like, eight minutes, no issues. Nothing. Nothing's going Nothing. on. Nothing. <laughs> Charles put an absolute stomper of a lap on there, like easily half his. a second above everyone else. Yeah. He had pole the moment he put that lap down. That's it. But then, literally, like 40 seconds before the end of Q3, as Lewis, Checo, Carlos, and Max were doing additional qualifying laps, and Charles, actually, a bunch of people were on their final laps, Checo manages <laughs> to put it in the wall. I, it was like the camera like moved and suddenly there was all these cars on my screen. <laughs> I, I was so confused. And no, but oh my god, what, what was, was funnier happening? is that uh, when they sh- when they initially found out that Checo crashed, the cameras were following Charles, uh-huh. and you see him speed down the tunnel, and then in front of the camera you just see Checo just kind of whoosh. Before the <laughs> I didn't see that because I thought it was over. I was like, I was like, ten seconds left, like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, it was it was so funny because you just see Checo like flying by, and you're like, did something just happen there? <laughs> oh, and then no. ten seconds later, Crofty's like, oh, oops, <laughs> and they switch to the shot of Checo standing there, and then Carlos promptly smacking into him yeah, as well. Yeah, goodness. Checo crashed out. Carlos crashed into him, and then you see. Max standing in front, like standing there <laughs> waiting for the cars to be cleared, and Ocon behind him. And then they switch to another shot, and you see Alonso in the wall? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Out of nowhere. Out, absolutely out of nowhere. He just put his front end into the wall, and I forget which part of the track this was, but again, he ridiculous. Did it. He managed it. Yeah. He managed it. Right. He absolutely did. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I was expecting penalties after that, but no penalties happened. No penalties. But we got Charles on pole. Yeah, Charles on pole. Happy days. Happy days. Everyone in Monaco was celebrating. You could the horns going off in the harbor. It was so loud. <laughs> Mans got stormed by journalists on the spot. Anyways. He was gonna win like ninety five percent. He got pole and he had a really fast car. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was yeah. time. It was absolutely time. So after qualifying, our order, our starting order, was a Ferrari front row, 
then a Red Bull front row, but with Max behind Checo, then Lando P5, George P6, Alonso P7, Lewis P8, Vettel P9, which we have to Sebastian getting into Q3, incredible. Um, Ocon P10, Yuki P11, Bobas P12, Kevin P13, Danny P14, then Mick, Alex, Pierre, Stroll, TV, and Guan Yu was P20. Then onto race day, which also was the day of the Indy 500, which I watched, and that was so dramatic, but that's uh, that's totally a separate <laughs> topic. Um, race day, like pit lane opens, everyone's getting to the grid, everything seems fine, and then literally like three minutes before the formation lap, they're like, "We're delaying it." it the rain was insane. It was yeah. so heavy. <laughs> it was- Initially, it was just like sprinkling for yeah, a little yeah. bit, and everyone was like, yeah. "Why are we here?" Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I kind of thought they were just going to start it before it got heavier, but then the radar, is that what it's called? Yeah, the radar. Like, it was just like massive cloud (laughs) coming Mm. over. Oh, really quick. I just wanted to note a couple of people who were there, a couple of celebrities who were Monaco. Anyone who didn't know, first of all, Kit Harrington was there, uh, Jon Snow. His brother works for Red Bull? I didn't know that till you told me. And he 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 outed his brother on public on live television. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. So there was Kate Harrington, and then you you know her name. I don't remember her name. Um, Simone? you know her full name, Simone from Bridgerton. Yeah, uh, I feel like she made the front page of the um, British newspaper just by being there. <laughs> oh my god! So, yeah, I know. Um, so Simone Ashley. There we go. Crazy. Um, Patrick Dempsey was also there, and then Naomi Campbell, too. And Alan Prost was visiting. Um, and a lot of footballers that I didn't really mm, know. A lot of footballers. A lot of footballers. Oh, the, the <laughs> funny, the absolutely hilarious interview that Nico did with two of the Spurs <laughs> players. Absolutely iconic. Literally. He was talking to them, and he was like, Who are you supporting? One of them, he's Dutch, so obviously Max. And the other one's yeah. like, a Red Bull athlete, so he's like, I'm gonna have to say Max. And then Nico's like, No, 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 no. The, the way he turns to the camera and he's like, Hold up. He was like, <laughs> Outraged. He was like, This is not what you said to me <laughs> before the camera Liar. started rolling. And then he says something like Lewis fan club and I, or something mm-hmm. along those lines. I was like, Nico, come on, we're on air. Let's calm down. Let's calm down. <laughs> but, um, you know, there were so many people there that I don't know who they were, but on the grid mm. walk. Oh my god, the grid walk. <laughs> the grid walk. This one wasn't as bad as my It wasn't though. as bad. I think he learned a few a few things. I don't think he just learned, but also like a lot of the people there were more familiar with the sporting world. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel yeah, I feel like a lot of the people at Miami were there because it was such a spectacle. Meanwhile, mm. if you go to Monaco, you know you're going to go see a race. There is exactly, no other exactly. reason, really. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then, uh, obviously, with the rain, the start got suspended. They decided they'd be starting behind a safety car, so everyone immediately had to put on full wets. I didn't know this was a rule, by the way. You live and you learn. You live and you learn, absolutely. <laughs> um, and they did two formation laps behind the safety car and immediately red flagged the session. 
all the people sat there in that awful rain. <laughs> that was so bad for them. But um, shout out to the guy who had the pizza box. Yes, the pizza box. I have him written down. I have him written down. Iconic. Yeah, Lewis also coming on the radio, and he was like, guys, chill out. <laughs> Figure this out. Chill out. <laughs> I think he was basically saying, don't make any ridiculous strategy calls like you do mm-hmm. most weekends. Um, yeah, he needs to keep the Merck strategy department in check. He he does. He is the strategy department at the moment, I feel. Him, him and George are the strategy department. Him and department. George, literally, pay them more. Pay them extra. Yeah. Um, but it took another, an extra hour for the race to start because it started at 4.05 rather than 3. Um, and at that point, rather than like just starting laps, they started the two-hour clock because now there's a rule that the race has to end within two hours. Um, they did a rolling start. Latifi went into the barrier at the Lowe's hairpin within the first yeah. lap. That was Drove away just fine. Unfortunate. Um, it was deeply unfortunate. Kevin Magnuson like vanished at one point, and I didn't even know because there was, was so much else going on. He there was, was so much there. other stuff happening. Yeah, he just kind of went <laughs> poof at one point. And I look at the timing boards, like the thirty minutes yeah. of the race, and I'm like, where the fuck is he? Where is he? Literally, not a mention, not a mention None. of him leaving the race. Unless I no, was they only. Nothing. But they only mentioned remember. him when um, when Mick crashed, and then they were like, "Oh wait, yes. Kevin's out." I was like walking around. I was like, "Why is he out yeah. of the car?" <laughs> was it was so weird. strange. It was so. But a lot of the drama was literally just like a deciding: Are we going for inters? Are we going for slick tires? Yes. It was essentially everyone freaking out about which tire strategy to be on. And initially, everything seemed fine. Like, uh, Carlos was one of the only ones who was like, oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm going to go straight to the slicks. In the meantime, Pierre was having absolute showdowns with Guan Yu <laughs> and then Danny. He was charging. It was very impressive. Like, the speed he was able to get ahead of them, despite no yes. DRS and nothing else. I that was very impressive. That's what made Red Bull pit, because probably is crazy lap times. Yeah, no, Mance was on a roll. Checo ended up boxing fairly early as long as well as everyone else. We had Charles go on the enters fairly early too, but then he was able to like stay ahead just fine. No issues. He was getting a gap. He, he was getting a gap. He had like four gap. or five he had four seconds ahead yeah. of I think at that point it was Checo rather than Carlos. But still he was ahead. Um, George, in the meantime, was racking up uh, track limit penalties. Yes, I saw that. I saw it flash up, and I was like, "I don't even think I've seen his car on the screen." But um, yeah, no. you do you. <laughs> no, he was just jumping the chicane every single time. Yeah. George managed to get a black and white flag for the chicane. Um, and then Mick was the first person to go on hard tires, mm-hmm. and everyone else was like, "You know what? Let's do that." So, Ferrari put Carlos on hard tires, and then Carlton Charles. I can't. I just can we just say that Red Bull's like double stack was mm-hmm. very good. I have to mm-hmm. say, agreed. But it was good. That radio message when it was like, "Stay out, go in, stay out." <laughs> I'm in the pit lane. 
<laughs> it's I all- my I feel my heart breaking. I just knew that at that moment it was over. Like yeah. they left it up completely. They absolutely completely lost they it. They had complete I- control of the whole race. Who Charles had done was that right. just like was that just an accidental message to Charles that was supposed to go to Carlos? What I was that? I don't understand it because it seemed like they were having different strategies to bring Carlos in, bring um, Charles in, mm-hmm. keep him out, like keep track position, which is obviously really important in Monaco. And then suddenly they were both in the pit lane <laughs> and Checo was like eight seconds up the road. I do yeah. not understand it. Like, it I just understand it at all. It was the weirdest call Ferrari have made in a yeah. long time. I don't know it's if it's very just because weird. they're not used to being at the front or something and they panicked. I don't know. I mean, it hasn't been that long. No, but, or did Red Bull just get the timing really, really, really right? But they had nothing to lose. That overcut was scarily powerful, though. It was like 20 million seconds. Suddenly, Pe- Pe- um, Checo was just like in the distance. And yeah. And was coming out like fourth. I was like, this cannot be right. <laughs> absurd absurd and then later we had let's see oh we have to talk about there were a couple of very dramatic saves happening mm. um carlos saving carlos, it down the street yes. and then guan yu saving it before the chicane that was very impressive very i don't know how very impressive. like reflex to like catch it i don't know how yeah no <laughs> guan yu coming on the radio afterwards he was like i'm gonna give <laughs> me new pants after that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but that reminds me, there was also a moment where Seb was saved in one of the practice sessions. Yes, I did. I don't know if you saw that. that saw the clip. Yep. Yes. No, he, he fully went sideways and you see just like a no. plume of dust behind him. Exactly. I feel like experience in these conditions is so important. It is like, so important. Yeah. But then later, like I literally, I have Carlos saving it. The next thing is Magnuson retired. Why? And then directly after that, Mick into the wall at the swimming pool. It, it was such a strange sequence. It was like, the crash was horrific. I, I, I was like, mm. really scared. Because it was like, in heart. Yeah. I was like, well, oh. now they're actually, the cars are actually designed to do that after okay. Grosjean's crash. They're designed to do that in order to protect the monocoque itself. The car is designed right. to essentially snap in case like that kind of impact occurs. Okay. That. It's so kind of better to know because I was very yeah. disturbed. But yeah, just as a general rule, the more debris you see, typically, the better it is for a high impact crash because it means the car absorbed all of it. That it is such a fun fact. Snapped. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The crashes where you see just like the car fully like go head on and you don't see all that much debris, that's those are the scary ones. The ones where you see everything like flying in different directions, that means a lot of the energy was dissipated. And then that's protecting the driver. driver. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But yeah, it was definitely a scary one. But I mean, I don't understand why they didn't red flag it right away. They brought out a safety car for a couple of laps. Yeah, and then strange decision from this. And it took them ages to red flag it. And you know, then they spent some time fixing the barriers. Um and then at that point, that's when Ted got onto the live broadcast and was like, oh yeah, Magnuson's retirement. That was a uh, double water pressure loss. So his engine just went kaput. Um, Take it from them. 
Yep. Uh, and in the meantime, during the red flag, there was a power failure in the TV compound. Was there? Oh, is that what they were talking yeah. about? I was just <laughs> sat there so confused. I was beyond confused because they were saying that they didn't want to start the race. I was like, why mm-hmm. are they starting the race? But um, And then they started it again behind a safety car. I think. Well, that that's unrelated, I think, but Sky had a power failure. Like, you could still, they were still commentating and everything, but they couldn't see any of their screens. Like, everything apparently went black. why they were just talking about random stuff. Because yeah, yeah, they had no like, idea what was this happening. This is quite strange. Um, <laughs> doesn't really fit what's going on <laughs> on the screen. But no, it was a very clear. strange one. But then the race ended up restarting a little while later. This was already at 5.15, so we had less, we had 45 minutes left until the clock ran out. Um, and for some reason, Red Bull put Checo and Max on medium tires. That was talk of the town. That was yeah. very unexpected, but apparently they just knew how many laps they could last on them. Yeah, well, they tried. For some reason, it didn't, it didn't make their life much more difficult in the long run, no. I think. No, um, it didn't. Nah, well, Carlos tried. He genuinely did like try. He got so laps, close. Yeah, I, oh, it's so sad. Um, if they had the laps that they should have had, if it wasn't the timer, mm-hmm. he would have had a really, really good shot. But yeah, Checo did yeah. really well, though. Checo did very well. Ocon got a five-second penalty for colliding mm-hmm. with Lewis way earlier. This penalty came like half an hour late, though. And he wasn't happy about it. No. <laughs> he was not happy. He was not happy about it. Um, and they only enabled DRS with like 30 minutes left on the clock. And then we got the saga of Alonso clearly still slow. holding a grudge. Um, literally, he needs actual help by this point. <laughs> he was going so slowly. Like the, the gap between him and Lando, I think it was Lando, was he had a free pit stop, Lando. Yeah, had a free pit In stop. In Monaco. No jail i i'm willing to start a communal fund to pay for group therapy for nico and, and Alonso Alonso. because they need it they need it they're, they're not okay <laughs> they're just not okay that's it's okay yeah. to be okay like <laughs> we all have these times really, what was the point it what was, was the point so annoying it was like the pace the mercedes had was a lot stronger mm-hmm. and they still couldn't get through and just seeing the graphic of the track and the top corner, and you see like the two different packs, I was seething. It's so petty, but I feel like okay, it was so bad. But if it was like the other way around, I'd probably be like, <laughs> "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> That's what you have to do in Monaco. But like because it was this way around, I'm like mm. outrageous. Should but it also around. made Esteban's life more difficult. Yes, he was pushing him into Lewis, like. Yeah, pushing, you know, and then um, Esteban into who was behind him? Somebody um, behind Esteban, it was uh, Valtteri. Yes, exactly. And I remember them saying that like Valtteri was going to catch up with Esteban because they were going mm. through slowly. Yeah, <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> it was useless. It was completely useless. useless. Uh, but it was. It worked. <laughs> I mean, it worked, and then literally with like ten minutes left on the clock, Alonso started pumping out fastest laps. I was. He went off in like one lap, literally one lap. There was like three seconds between them. I yeah. was like, when did that happen? <laughs> this old bastard just. I just. I can't. 
Put Oscar in that seat right now. Please. Right now. <laughs> I am begging you. It's so gross. But um, oh. you got points. Yeah. Most stupid little. Yeah. And on top of that, we also had Alex retiring. Yeah. Again, he also had issues. wasn't much to chat about that. But yeah, I think yeah. he had quite he a challenging race. But yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing that really happened before the end of the race was, as you mentioned, Lando pitting for new tires. And things just kind of ended after that. Carlos was struggling, yeah. though. He, um, he was very yeah, emotional after the race as well. He was very emotional. But the final order was we had Checo won in Monaco. It was his mm. first win. He'd never finished higher than sixth. Um, so we had Checo, then Carlos was second, Max was third. Charles was only fourth as a result of Ferrari's grandiose strategy fuck-up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George P5, he continues his streak. Lando P6, Alonso P7, and guess who ended up together again after the end of the <laughs> Fucking Lewis and Valtteri in it's P8 It's not even P9. funny by this point. I don't even know what's going on between those two. But they keep, did the painting, like this. Did you, have we talked about the Yes, painting? oh my god, we need to mention that. <laughs> Let me finish just reading this out real quick. But as a result of Ocon's penalty, Val, uh, Lewis, Valtteri, uh, Sebastian, and Pierre all moved up a place. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not Lewis. It was Valtteri, Vettel, and Gasly. Yeah, yeah, not okay. Lewis. Yeah, Valtteri, Vettel, and Gasly that moved up a place. So Ocon dropped three spots due to that five-second penalty. And he ended up P12. Then we had Danny P13, Lance P14, Latifi P15, Guan Yu P16, Yuki P17, and then the last three DNF'd, which was Alex, Mick, and Magnuson. And Alex got another five-second penalty on top for all his troubles. But, yeah, they were quite... Like free with the penalties, but not just certain teams. May I? Um. Yeah. That say. that also needs to be that needs to be mentioned. But the podium was also the so weird. It was bad vibes. Bad vibes. Absolutely bad vibes. Checo crying. Carlos looks <laughs> furious. Sorry. <laughs> furious. I've never seen someone stampy onto that podium. It's so much. Yeah. <laughs> and Max just did not want to be there. He's just standing there, as he always does. I swear he has the same facial expression. <laughs> always. <laughs> never changes. You can depend it on him. Changes. But I think yeah. um, was, um, Carlos thought that um, the back markers had cost him what 30 seconds, think? which, okay. Yeah. And the race, therefore. But it was a very strange podium. Put it like it was a very weird podium. I felt weird watching it, even. I was like, what? Yeah, it's kind of like... Yes, is cool. <laughs> Worth <laughs> I it. <guess. laughs> I feel like yeah. um, there wasn't. I thought there'd be more like oh, Checo won, but I think everyone kind of not wanted Charles to win, but like it felt like it was the right time and he done yeah. everything right. So yeah, it was a bit of a tough one. It felt like a massively wasted opportunity. Oh, they had to capitalize. They had to. Yeah. Um, and then after the race ends, a couple hours later, we all get the news that Ferrari have protested Red Bull. For which I don't know how the hell the protest didn't go through. Um, first of all, Max went over the pit straight mm-hmm. when he was leaving after his first pit stop. And Checo essentially did the same thing, but not to the same extent. Yes. And 
The FIA's ruling on this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I can I can pull up the decision document right now. First of all, we do need to note that um, uh, Derek Warwick was one of the stewards. Uh, <laughs> I weekend. love how you sent it and then you drew like a like circle. No, that was already it. drawn on there. Oh, that sorry. was already drawn on there. It made me laugh a lot. Somebody else that you drew, I can't remember what it was, made me laugh. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read the one against Max. Um, the decision... Uh, having considered the various statements made by parties and having reviewed the case of Car 18 and the 2021 Monaco GP, which involved a similar situation to this, the stewards determined the following. Uh, Article 2.1 of the 2022 Formula One Sporting Regulations provides that all officials undertake to observe the provisions of the code, the F1 Sporting Regulations, to this place an obligation on the race director, um and the stewards to comply with those regulations. Accordingly, the notes issued by the race director cannot contradict the code or the F1 sporting regulations. Article 5C of Chapter 4 of Appendix L of the code stipulates that the pit exit a car must not cross the line. In this case, the car did not cross the line. To do so would have needed a full wheel to the left of the yellow line. Accordingly, the driver did not breach the relevant section of the code, and this takes precedent over any interpretation of the notes. The protest is therefore dismissed, and the protest fee is forfeited. Uh, the race director stated that Article 5 of the Appendix L of the ISC had changed from 2021 to 2022. The notes were a cut and paste from the 2021 version of them, and hence had not been changed to reflect the 2022 Appendix L changes. All parties agreed that car one did have part of its front left and rear left tire on the left side of the yellow line. Last year, that would have been a five-second penalty on the spot. Instantly. They're literally changing the rules as they go. But yet they were so strict with, like, Yuki and other people. Like, okay. I don't get it. I don't get it. I genuinely don't get it. But they haven't even got a response for it. Even Christian Horner was like, oh, yeah, it was very on the edge, which from him means wrong. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 absolutely. The lines. Um, I remember watching it on the TV and I was like, that was over. That, like, that's I'm over. That's a penalty right there. Yeah. I was sitting there waiting. Yes, like, when I, was I thought it was going to come up. I was like, come on, <laughs> come on, it's time to send yeah. it through. But no. But why? Nothing. Why are they so obsessed with that team? What are they doing? I don't know. And it was the same, essentially the same ruling for Checo. Yeah, I know. It's just, but because they couldn't do one of them and not the other. Yeah. No, but what I found very, very fascinating has been watching the Tifosi discover this, discover this phenomenon yes. of favoring Max. Meme, which is like, um, what is it? It's like Mercedes people have already had it. Mm. And then like the other two are fighting in the background. It's like, yeah. No. Welcome we to know. our world. <laughs> We've been dealing with this for ages. For ages, and now it affects you guys. Suddenly, you want to change the FIA? <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Let's mm. Like, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, fa- yeah, fascinating. I there's it was so frustrating. So frustrating. I I don't get it because it's not like a subjective thing. It was <clears> wrong. And so it needs to be penalized. I feel like that is yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, literally, if you go back and look at any 2021 race where these sorts of things happened, I think the Red Bull ring was one of the cases where this sort of thing occurred. Yeah. There were a couple of, like, going over the pit line. Mm-hmm. 
Like what? What the hell? What the hell? What? For a sport that is so obsessed with like minute details, like for instance, you know Brazil last year with the wing, mm. and it was like so, yeah. like such a small amount, but that was you know that's the sport. It is very hard with its rules. Suddenly, it's it's it kind of you lose faith in it because mm. if one team can just do something and the rest can't, then it's not like an even playing field. But yeah. I feel no. like people, everyone can see it though, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in other news, uh, I just, I thought it was worth mentioning. I forgot to mention this last week. There is no replacement for the Russian GP. So we officially have only a 22 race calendar, not a 23 race calendar, which thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll have one more year left because every race is like, a year off my life um, yeah that's good though that's good for the teams yeah they, they need the rest the fact they need it more than we 20 races a year is ridiculous it is insane it's yeah um but yeah Paint. there was there was that the painting go ahead well it's hard to describe. I feel like you had to witness it. <laughs> I feel like you had to be there. Um, basically, um, Valtteri kind of, there's like a Mercedes video um, where he gifted Lewis a charity picture um, of him swimming in like this like little stream. And it's then in Colorado. Been, yeah, it's been like on um, social media, people have added loads of like, stickers to it and like, the one of Lewis that's like sat on the rock. He hasn't got it on it, but I think Lewis has seen it because he said, Oh, I can add Yeah, he's seen edits. <laughs> a sticker of me. Slightly ter- terrifying. Um, but he said was, he's willing to recreate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really wholesome, but at the same time, it was again like a fever dream. <laughs> it was like a grown sport. man, a this grown man sport. gifting another grown man nudes. <laughs> And then I, there were so many memes about like Nico Rosberg, like watching them do it, like envy. <laughs> Honestly, fascinating experience. Absolutely fascinating. Top tier, top tier. Agreed, agreed. Wild. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, should I do my driver of the day? Yes, absolutely. I'm very curious because I I finished that race and I was like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to write anyone down for that. Can I write down Charles? Because yeah. he has to win something for that shit show. Oh my god. And it can be my amazing award. I'm sure he'll be just as happy with this. But mm-hmm. like, he did, I think he did amazing. At the start, he pulled away, he made a gap, he ma- maintained it, he was clear with the team. Like, his quality lap was amazing. He was going to improve mm. on his second, like, run. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving it to Charles because. Nobody else really, I mean, Checo did well, but like it was kind of not gifted, but you had to be there and be there at the right time. But like without Ferrari doing that, I don't think it would have happened, to be fair. It was an inherited win, not an earned one. That's how I put it. Yeah. You worded it beautifully. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, As for fashion, Lewis once again. (laughs) served um <laughs> the dangly earring on sunday bro, wow bro. wow it's the little yeah. things 
yeah it was yeah a lot of people actually look quite good yuki had a had a had a had a, had a solid a solid fit but unfortunately this man never posts no. never posts his outfits on instagram so i can never find them later and i'm just like yuki. But also it was guan yu's birthday yesterday um so happy birthday to him happy birthday he also had a really nice outfit he has these green pants that he's been wearing lately, and they look very, very nice. Somebody else had... Oh, that was the helmet. Sorry. You've, we've talked mm. about the helmet. Yeah. So, there's... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. story. I thought it was... Yes, the shoes. The shoes are a moment. The shoes are a moment. The shoes are really cool. They are cool. Um, um, yeah, and I mean, we covered news, we covered fashion... I'm just trying to remember if Lena sent me anything. Um, oh, conspiracies? No, I think she just said that um, she hates how people are rude to the wags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was her Agreed. fault. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because if any about those conspiracies. <laughs> yeah, because Twitter, Twitter has been going insane due to apparent drama between... Um, Charles and his girlfriend, and Carlos and his girlfriends. It's and been Daniel very, his, very weird. Not drama, but like um, Daniel and his like apparently got married to Heidi. <laughs> I mean, Which he did good for him. Yeah, that's very good for him. But honestly, like, these are their private lives. Let let them live yeah. their lives. Holy shit! I mean, some of the stuff that they come out with, I couldn't even write it if I wanted mm. to. You know what I mean? Mm. So it feels so. Like, I wonder if they just read it together and they're just like, This is so funny. Like, people are crazy. <laughs> That's so. what I would I do. So. <laughs> I'd just be like, Honestly, God, look what they're saying this time. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think other than that, that's really it. And next, next race is Baku. We have Baku favorite? coming up. It's my favorite, favorite race. I love Baku. Can you so tell me much. why? Can we can you I, give us I don't know. There's something there's something something about it. Something about it. Yeah. There's something about Baku. It's like it has all the spice necessary in a street circuit, but it also allows for passing. It doesn't the fact mean. that you can actually overtake in Baku. It's like Monaco, but you can actually race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it And also it's just pretty. It's intuitive. It is pretty. Who do you think is going to win? Come on, let's, let's have a prediction. Oh, 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 come on. Ooh, I, come on. <laughs> I need Charles back ahead in the championship. So I, do I. Need, I need him back ahead in the championship. <laughs> I feel Charles win, Lewis second. I really want Lewis on the podium too. We got I'm such Daniel. a good podium in Baku last year. Was that the Daniel? Podium? It was Checo Seb Pierre. Oh my goodness. I forgot that was Baku. That was such a good race. Okay, it was yes. such a good race. I always it was a like, fantastic race. Yeah. Okay, now I'm actually pumped. It's next week. It was such a yeah next week. Well, not not this weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah. Um, but that was that was unfortunately that was the magic button race as well. Sadly. Oh my god! Oh my god! Trauma! <laughs> Don't bring that. I'm so sorry. I didn't remember it. <laughs> A literal drama. Okay, no, not thinking about that magic button. He's gonna get redemption. Charles yeah, I hope so. And Lewis redemption. Yes. Red Bull Correct. power engine failure. Unfortunately, in a safe mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very safe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Baku was spicy last year. I'm so excited. 
I'm excited now. I kind of forgot which one it was, like, mm. to be honest. But now I remember, and it is such a good circuit. So I find it so amusing that every time they make Baku previews, they now have to include the clip of Charles crashing and going, I am stupid. Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. He's so, he's so sweet. Oh, my God, Charles, when he was in the garage, like, doing the red flag, and he looked mm. so sad. Yeah, heartbroken. He needs to win next week. I think he can do it. Strategy department don't. Ferrari are going up my shit list. (laughs) They are. What what are they doing on the pit wall? I don't know. I don't know. know. It was a mess. It's fine. Anyways, you have driving lesson to get to. I do. You're right. Yeah, solid. We'll wrap it up here. There was a lot to cover. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Uh, okay. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. This was, again, with Amy and I, I feel like it ends up being a little more chaotic. We are bad, we are bad for each other. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun, but we need people to, like, <laughs> control us. Rain us in a little. Like, Anyways. <laughs> it's been yeah. so funny. My mouth actually hurts from like this <laughs> But we'll see you for our back. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.